Do you guys want to hear the giant joke I was going to tell Hank? How big is the joke? <laughs> That's not the joke. <laughs> Stop, Kyle. <laughs> Go for it. Okay. Uh, did you hear about the giant that threw up? No. Uh-uh. Oh, it's all over town. Everyone, welcome back to this episode of Bombarded. Getting back into it, and it's yeah. been a bit. So uh, back in the studio, and it feels so good. Yeah. Last episode, uh, we started off with y'all had just kind of sedated a bullet, and then you heard something coming from behind you, and this is where you encountered Hank the Hill Giant, <laughs> who, <laughs> who found out that uh, this bullet was his pet. And uh, after a little bit of a skirmish, uh, Yashi managed to pull out of her back pocket, making friends with this giant and uh, lying through your teeth to be able to do it, too. But it worked out. Damn it, Yashi. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, you you, you made friends with with Hank the Hill Giant and eventually got to the top of the mountain and he showed you like, oh, yeah, there's a nice staircase on the way down. (laughs) First dogs, I hate the Hill Giant all the time. (laughs) Every time, this is how the rest of the podcast is going to sound. All these bugs. You descended the mountain and eventually began to see the long caravan of people that were making their way to the capital, eventually meeting up with them, getting in line and... For processing to be able to enter the capital. And once you did, you got there and you realized you had to check most of your magic items to make sure that the guards and the, the town wouldn't have an issue with you bringing them in. You had to get a few of them identified, and the ones you did, you know what they do now, luckily. You had to pay a little bit of money. It's so bizarre that in D&D, like, there's all these outrageously dangerous weapons, and there's like, okay, cool. Go on in. Just needed to make Have sure fun. we knew what it was. Well, if they know what they, if they know what it is and know what it does, they could yeah. probably find the person who used it. It's just weird as a person, you know. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but you you got those items, and one of those items you just decided to go ahead and smash, which was that diamond, and that's how you got your rock buddy Dwayne. Yeah. And that startled some people, but eventually <laughs> but they're it's like, fine. oh well, he's got control of it, so it's fine. Again, so. just let us in. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> As you got in, you know, you saw people were still setting up and doing the last touches for the Bicentennial, and you made your way across the third tier of Sundance to be able to access the fourth tier leading to the Chris Carlton. But the guards at the entry point will let you know, like, oh, well, you look a little beat up, you look a little worse for wear, and you might stand out as in, in not a good way up in the fourth tier. So you performed a song to be able to magic up some clothes for yourself. Totally. You got your high fashion going on and mm. all your styling's happening and waltzed your way up to the Crits Carlton and were shown to your room. And here we sit pretty much as you have entered your room. The, the bellhop has left whatever luggage you were carrying with you and packs you were carrying with you. Said if you need anything, please just contact us at the front desk and uh, right. we'll be glad to take care of anything you might need but other than that i i hope you all have a, a great evening and they kind of stand there uh with their hand out and oh <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd give him a gold piece ah, thank you kindly and yes. tucks it and backs out of the door while closing it so you or and was that enough i don't know what's the tipping no no clue. situation yeah, in no. beats art oh you're royalty so you should know that oh i guess i should have given him yeah. two uh, so next time yeah <laughs> 
So yeah, you're standing in your hotel room, which has a nice view over most of the city. It's long, like floor-to-ceiling, big windows and everything. Awesome. Uh, with an access to a nice porch area. Of course, the room is very well decorated. There's luxurious couches and multiple little offshoots from it that have their own individual rooms if you want to use them. Or uh, as you're looking around, you notice that the couch is probably a really fancy pull-out couch. Uh, Uh, Just in case you entertain multiple guests in this nice suite. It's you three and Dwayne. So what are you doing? It's pretty late. You're pretty beat up. What's the time frame on Dwayne? Um, let's see. It probably took you about probably 40 minutes to finish getting through processing and get through town. So I'd probably say you have about 20 minutes with Dwayne left because it's an hour long. Well, maybe we can ask Dwayne what he wants to do with his last 20 (laughs) minutes on Earth. (laughs) (laughs) So you don't comprehend language, but... Can you, yeah, I can't can communicate you t- with him, though. You can just understand I what he says. I can understand what he would say. But. Maybe he understands rock. Oh. If you get my <laughs> drift, Kyle. <laughs> we could... Uh, well, wait. So Dwayne will do what you tell him to, right? Yeah. So could you command him to tell us what he wants uh, to do, and then uh, Yashi can comprehend? And Okay, cool. That'll so, work, yeah. All okay. right. Should you want to do your spell first? Uh, yeah, because it lasts oh, right. an hour. Yes. Okay, cool. Three, four, tell me something good. Tell me, tell me, Dwayne, comprehend your language, yeah. Okay, so I turn to Dwayne and I say, hey, Dwayne, Dwayne, put your bass down, Dwayne. (laughs) And Yashi, you hear him say, just tell me what to do. Okay. <laughs> Yashi, what did he say then? He said, just tell me what to do. Oh. So, like, tell? Okay. Uh, can you tell us what you'd like to do while you're here? Burrow. Burrow. Other rocks. Bur- mm. Burrow? Burrow? Other rocks? What? You need me to burrow holes. He likes to burrow. He wants to make holes. Okay, so we're, like, on the... Th- third, fourth tier of whatever this place is. Maybe there's like a construction site nearby. We could let him just go play a little bit. Oh, is that true? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You didn't see one, but if you want to go out and look around, you can. But it might take 20 minutes. Can I go look out the window and see if I see any close by construction sites? Give me a uh, perception. 16 plus one. Uh, yeah, you notice that it looks like maybe down on the, uh, you're looking past the fourth tier and you're pretty high up on the fourth tier. So you can see down into the second tier and you notice uh, in the second tier of the city that, yeah, it looks like there might be some places that are being worked on or uh, improved. But are there like rocks? dirt? Do you see dirt? Yeah. He wants to burrow. Burrowing. Uh, I wouldn't say that you would see dirt, but you can see it looks like a construction site. You know... It doesn't seem like there's anywhere around here that he can really get down in the dirt like he wants to, so... Why am I here? (laughs) So, Dwayne, Dwayne, when you... Why am I here? Okay, okay. keep saying, why is he here? (laughs) Sure. He needs some help. Get deep. How far away is this, like, construction (laughs) site out the window? Like, if we had him jump out, would he, like, (laughs) land in a dirt pile, let's say? No, No, it's, like, the tiers of the city are very wide to be able to sustain, like, buildings and Uh living spaces uh and shops and stuff. Having him go out the window is not a bad idea, though. (laughs) That could be the song of the episode. (laughs) 
fly to dirt. Fly away in dirty boy. Sweet dirty soul. There it is. You can always give it a roll. No, no. No, but you can't be like, bye, bye, little Dwayne. <laughs> You're just 5,000 candles in the wind. No, okay. Well, okay, I'd set it in free seems like a good thing. Although it doesn't sound like he even likes coming here. So, uh, Dwayne. What do you want me to do? Walk out the door, Dwayne. Tell him to burrow. Burrow. Don't do it here. Don't do it here, though. Don't do it here. (laughs) Wait till you get outside and then burrow. Jump out the window. Yeah. No. No. (laughs) Do not tell him to do that, Yashi. Well, I guess he's listening to me. Okay, Dwayne. Dwayne. He's walking over to the door that y'all walked in. Okay, Dwayne. Spend this remaining, I don't know, eight minutes (laughs) the way that you've always dreamed about spending it in this realm. Dig. Oh, God. He's going to dig. And he walks out the door, and you see it looks like he's about to start punching into no, no, the no, ground. No, 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 Dwayne. Don't destroy anything. This is a very nice hotel. But dig. <laughs> you should just let him. I mean, this is his one chance. The worst. What, floor, what floor are we on of the hotel? I'm going to say the eighth floor. So This is like a Minas style looking city. Yeah, where yeah. It's like, okay, gotcha. I think that the best thing to do is revisit the jumping out the window portion. <laughs> well, a change of but, heart. But good, good. Yashi, if you wouldn't mind, casting Featherfall. Okay. So that uh, no fun. What? Hey, what? You summon your own elemental, then you can do what you want. I've got my own things inside me I'm dealing with. Yeah, so. That's fair. Okay. So we'll cast Featherfall on him. And Dwayne, it'll be a new sensation for you. You'll be digging through air. Ooh. Never done that before, have you? Yeah, hot stuff though, digging through air. So, you're gonna jump. You can jump, right? Jump, jump. Probably. Okay. Uh, So okay. Maybe push. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Just fall. Yeah. Okay. So we'll go over to the window. Yashi, can you cast feather fall on him Uh, real quick? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Thanks. All right. Three, four. Said maybe. You're gonna land a little more lightly. <laughs> Poor us. And on. after all, casting feather fall. Okay, and during that song, I want everyone to just imagine that there's like a you know a little slideshow going of all the times that Razzle and Dwayne had together <laughs> in the last 55 minutes. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Razzle just pats Dwayne on the back and says, "All right, bud, you you be good now, okay? You go dig through that air and and and, and I'll see you again dig. sometime." Before you even finish, <laughs> he goes off the edge and starts trying to dig through the air and slowly falls to the ground. He's doing so good. Look at him go. Uh, he's falling. The arms are going like he's digging, moving slowly from the feather fall. People are down on the ground. Does he make it to the construction site even? No, no, because like he tries to jump out, but he's a giant rock person, so he just winds up going straight down. And like that construction site is like on the other side of the circular <laughs> part of the city, so there's no way he was ever going to make it to it. Yeah. We should just call it like, hey, people, watch out. Watch out. Coming. Coming you down. yell that down, and there are some people down there that look up and see this large monstrous rock thing falling at them with its arms flailing through the air. They immediately begin screaming, <laughs> and guards are alerted, and all of them start pointing and looking up at Dwayne. Yeah. And it's at this point <laughs> that you just see Dwayne go from this large flailing rock monster 
to sucking into like a small blue pinpoint where he is transferred back to his own plane of existence and he's completely gone. Perfect oh. timing. There we wow. Go. Nicely Beautiful. done. And everyone down at the floor or on the bottom level is kind of you hear them just like muttering to themselves and like some of the guards are like pointing up at your balcony well, good and down. you hear them like <laughs> shouting. No, give, we, we, give me a stealth check real yeah. quick if you're getting down. Oh, we're getting down with the stealth check now. I got a 15 plus one. Uh, a 12 plus nine. Okay. And I got a natural one. Oh, well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. There it is. Phew. Okay. Right. Well, let's see how they did. Oh, no. Oh. See if they remember anything. All right, maybe. Okay, maybe. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't seem like they saw you. Excellent, man. Okay, well, I'm glad that we spent the first what quarter of this episode just <laughs> dealing with Dwayne. So Razzle pats Randy on the back and says, "He'll be okay, <laughs> right? He'll be okay." I mean, he's going back to a dimension of dirt, right, Kyle? Or yeah, the uh, you know the plane of Earth element. Yeah, so I mean, I think he's going to be dandy oh, and peachy. Good. Well, with that, I am emotionally drained. I and like. also physically. Well, that too. I have, like, <laughs> almost no health left yeah, anyways. So. Right. So, Betty bye time? I think so. Okay. Sure. You, uh, you get in your long rest, and you're all sleeping and, and dreaming, and you're dreaming about the last few days of events and everything. All three of you kind of have a similar dream that meet up in one way or the other. And I'm going to break this apart a little bit. Yashi, you have a dream that's very reminiscent of the dream you had at the camp. However, uh, it starts off with just you, you talking to you. You're looking at yourself, and the one that's not you, obviously, is just saying, hey, so, you know, like, uh, getting out there, doing some pretty good things, you're learning some new stuff, you feeling feeling good about it? Oh, feeling great as usual. Oh, hell yeah, that's what's (laughs) up, Uh, you know. Well, you... Seems like you you might want to do a little slumbery jamming, you know. This is a time to practice those things you might not get to do in your everyday life. And ooh, I like that. That's how I get better at playing the drums anyway. <laughs> Just practicing my sleep. There you go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I tell you what. If you uh, hold my hands. Okay. We'll call them my handles. What? <laughs> do, you, oh. do you do you take Yashi's hands? Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> Randy, you're dreaming and sleeping and whatnot, and uh, you get to this point in one of your dreams where you're sitting at like a practice bench for piano, and uh, Symbol is sitting next to you, and he's basically giving you a little bit of a little bit of tutelage here and there. He says, "So, Randy, uh, you feel good about the lesson today?" I mean, I think so. Yeah, good. Well, yeah. perhaps we do a little bit of jamming, and you know, really suss out the things that we've learned, and you know, maybe we can bring the others in on this mix. What do you think? Sure. Yeah. All right. Okay. Sounds and uh, you know, you're in a practice room, and you turn back to a door, and of course, you see Yashi and Razzle waiting in the window, looking at you with just big smiles on their face, like trying to get your attention, like you do in yeah, school. Right. And uh, you turn back, and. It's not symbol sitting there. It's your organ. Oh. You see <laughs> you see the organ begin to light up in specific ways and for some reason this just makes sense to you. You understand what the lies are saying and it says, "Let's jam. Just grab hold." And I, then I do. Yes. Okay. The organ talked to Randy. Razzle. (laughs) You are having one of your recurring dreams where you are in the historical hallways of your father's kingdom and you're looking up at ooh something on display. 
And as you're looking at it, uh, the scene fades away and you are in the midst of a thicket in a grove and you're sitting with your druid teacher, Reed. Mm-hmm. Reed's looking at you and says, you seem to really be grasping that instrument a lot better than you grasp being a druid. Well, <laughs> yes. You can't laugh when he says that. I'm trying to interact with Sorry. him. Sorry. <laughs> grasp it. God. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'm a lot better at a bard than I was at being a druid or trying to be a druid. I don't know. My path in life has taken lots of twists and turns, and I feel like maybe finally I've found one that's makes more sense than the rest. I don't know. I'm still learning. Well, I'm glad we could find something that really suited your talents, Razzle. Yeah. It, uh, it warms my heart, and I actually it makes me so happy I think I could, uh, you know, sing. Do you want to? Do you want to help me sing? I don't uh, sing very often, but did, with you, your help, I'm sure. What, I could. what I need me to do, like massage your throat or something? You begin to laugh and jest in a manner like you do, and you turn away for a moment and you look back, and Reed's no longer sitting there. Your axe, ooh, something is sitting there rather, and it begins to light up with its runes as well in a series that, for some reason, makes sense to you. And you can tell that the instrument is speaking to you and saying, pick me up, we have music to make. Oh, I do it. I do okay. it. You pick up your instrument, and at that point, around this kind of thicket area that you were sitting in, it turns into a campfire, and Randy and Yashi kind of phase in, and they both have their instruments with them. And Yashi, at this point, you're still holding Yashi's hands. Randy, you're holding your organ, and... Razzle, you're holding your axe something. And we do we see that there's two Yashis? No. Oh. You see mallets in Yashi's hands like you normally do. Whoa. Yashi, Yashi looks at you and just says, just play me like you always do. Just do what you normally like, do. You're like, you want me to use like your arm bones as drumsticks? <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, Something I can like do that. that. Sounds fun. At this point, you realize it's just you three chilling. You all are like, well... We make music, so let's make some music. And you're feeling very much in the creative vein uh, in this unrealized shared dream that you're having. So make some dream music, y'all. Roll those chord dice. (laughs) Let's do it. So wait, Kyle, are we just free to write about whatever or yeah. well i figured at this point you all have done a lot of bardic action so i was going to give you a level in bard Ooh. Ooh. and if you want to you can write about whatever you can write about how like things have been progressing and you know how you're achieving more and uh the musical education that you're receiving is going well or but however you want to approach it do whatever and if okay. we fail the song do we like lose a level yeah you, you all start at level one <laughs> level one level right. one common oh, no <laughs> Uh, okay, so, but is this like a spell no. song? Okay, so we could just write about anything. You could it's just write about just, anything. It's, yeah. cool. it's like we're writing a song to our characters. <gasps> oh, oh, I'm getting all sorts of a clamp this episode. Oh, <laughs> Razzle, what am I going to write for you? Well, so, I have no idea. But okay. I guess let's find out. Uh, Are we doing major or minor? Major? Hmm. Or do we figure out key first? Uh, we never can remember. It I guess, yeah. it I guess major probably. It seems I think major. major. Yeah. It seems yeah. like a happy... Okay. Dream tune. Sweet. Well, let's roll the old dodeca. Two, C sharp. Or D flat. I guess we're in major. C sharp. Woo. 
It doesn't matter. Not that it matters, yeah. but whatever. <laughs> All right. All right, here come the Kurds. Yeah, that was my roll. Okay. Uh, maybe we'll do this in D-flat. That sounds fine. Yeah, okay. So we've got D-flat, E-flat minor, F minor, B-flat minor, and C diminished. Perfect for Boom. playing in major, having one major chord. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's fine. Sorry, four and five. Yeah. Maybe yeah. next time. Yep. <laughs> okay. Drums. Drum it up. Okay, so use a bank. Uh, 20, which is Blood Rock 4. Oh, <laughs> yes, more. Blood Rock. And the kit is 40. Would we say that actually was bold? Probably. Uh, no, pro- we guessed yeah. it. Never. <laughs> right. Just right. blood. Blood. Uh, we've got a Jungle 03. <laughs> blood kit. Jungle. The, the blood, blood of the jungle. jungle. There we go. <laughs> oh, the chaos sauce is getting freaking intense, this song. Oh, Major. sweet. Y'all don't have to get intense. You're at a hotel. Oh! Get to write the song. Oh! Listeners, talk to you in a second. Hey everyone, it's your Dungeon Maestro Kyle here. Just want to give you a big thank you for joining us and listening in on the bardic antics that we have for you this episode. Let's drop some special news real quick. Bombarded OST Volume 4 is going to be released on Tuesday, December 10th. That's next Tuesday, December 10th, 2019. Oh yeah, so let's do a little dance, baby. Let's go to the party, the OST party. Tell him, Kyle, yeah, yeah, that's what's going down. Don't be a clown. Get it, Kyle, get it. Goodrich and Spurrier are doing what they can to make sure that we get that out for you. On Tuesday, December 10th. And in the meantime, you can continue listening to Volume 4 of Chaos Sauce, which we dropped on our Bandcamp recently. And you can also stream those on Apple Music, Google Play, Spotify, or a bunch of other streaming apps. So before we get into any other news, I've got a transmission coming in from the deep reaches of space where there are other bards on a tour for mysteries. It's the Bardic Mystery Tour. Take it away. We heard you like bards and we hope that it's true. It's all that we are and it's all that we do. A fifth edition D&D podcast. We're a band and we solve mysteries too. And every single Monday we publish it new. Start from Mars and songs Subscribe today to Bardic Mystery Tour. Subscribe today to Bardic Mystery Tour. Find out more at bardicmysterytour.com. All right. So thank you, Bardic Mystery Tour, for uh, dropping that sweet info on us. Listeners, go check it out and let us know what you think. So in the weeks to come for Bombarded, we do have episode 46 dropping on December 17th. And that's all I'm going to say that we have for the rest of the year. But we do should have another episode on the 31st. What that would be? Uh, we'll keep that a secret. But of course, this is a month where we have three episodes, so that means we will also be doing a giveaway release to round out 2019 for us. So uh, we'll give you more info about that in the episode proper, so keep your ears out in the middle bits. For anything else, social media-wise, search at BombardedCast. If you post about the show, use the hashtag BardCast. And for any other Bardic needs, go over to BombardedCast.com, where you will find one-offs like the March of the Toys, which you can run for your holiday season, or merchandise if you're looking for, you know, a gift for your fellow Bard mate. Get on over there, BombardedCast.com. Anything else, just hit us up on those social medias. I'll talk to y'all later. I'm rambling now. Let's hear what those Bards got. Talk to y'all later. Thank you.
So being in the scenario, you all feel just a wave of ease go over you, and you all take a breath at the same time, and as you exhale, you all start playing simultaneously. Before you start, <laughs> before you started on us, let me explain. Yeah. Okay. So we were like, hmm, what can this song be about? And we we're like, well, it's a dream. And mm-hmm. you know how in dreams, like, you might be in a situation <laughs> where things seem kind of normal at first, but then weird things start happening, and then it gets weirder and progressively weirder. Yeah, so I know that's that what we wrote. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So I hope oh, yeah. that, you know. Well, we thought like the chorus with the oh yes was like what our characters think when they get a really good success at something. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, oh, like leveling yeah. up. Like it's so uh-huh. good, it's like critical. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, it's so natural. Yep. Oh, yeah. So we took our success and our dream and our past and rolled it all into one very weird song for you and for you listeners. Hopefully you liked it. It was our experimental phase. Yeah. Maybe it just lasted one episode. <laughs> but maybe not. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, okay. Well, very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you slept through most of us making the song. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's cool. Yeah. Um, it worked. Kyle went to sleep. Uh-huh. See? Yeah. It was perfect. It's all about the dreams. Yeah. And uh, during this dream, of course, I had already mentioned that you were going to be leveling up. So let's go ahead and talk about 
how your bardic abilities have improved uh, before you wake up. Oh boy. All right. Let's. Yeah, we did all this during the songwriting and stuff. We went ahead and beefed up our bards and yeah. whatnot. So speaking of beefy bards, uh Allie. Oh, why don't you go ahead and lead us off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So I decided to take a feat this time. Okay. So I went with the prodigy feat, oh. which gives me a couple different things. Um, I get a new skill proficiency, so I'm going to do sleight of hand, so I can be a little quicker at getting them spoons. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Taking a note so, from Randy. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm proficient in that. Um, I get to bump one proficiency into an expertise, so I will do animal handling. As my expertise. All right. Yeah, uh, you've had some good interactions yep, yep, with yep. Sandy, so you're getting better at that. Up, you know, you give Sandy the best rubs. Maybe. Oh man. We'll have to wait till we get back to find out. That's true. <laughs> uh, I get to learn a new language, which I'm, I will. But I'm, I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. Yes. Oh boy, oh. secrets. Yeah. Yes, I, I know. We've talked. Yeah. And then I get a proficiency in like a tool. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm gonna do carpentry tools. Ooh. Yes. And it comes with all these things, like you know how you can tell about stonework really well and stuff. Yeah. So oh, yeah. it'll be the same for me with woodworking uh. and like wood traps and being able to like build stuff quickly for us and nice. and all that. Just be patient. Stuff. I didn't actually use it until last episode. Uh, I well. think so. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm more prepared. Yeah, that's true. I think to get to get right in it. <laughs> okay. you know, like Yashi's already shown interest in the yeah. woodworking field, so like. I thought that would be a fun yeah. thing to yeah, like yeah. add in. Like, fair, fair. Maybe I take a workshop during the bicentennial or yeah. something. I don't know yet. And take private lessons from Randy about how to be all thieving. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And all he, just shows sly. Me, he shows me some of his tricks. <laughs> yeah. I picked out a new cantrip and a new spell, and we'll, you know, you'll have to wait and see what those are. Oh, boy. Glad to hear it. Okay, so then on to Randy. Uh, yeah, so I upped my decks by two because that does all sorts of delightful things like upping the armor class and the attack bonus and the damage bonus and the initiative and the AC and you know so on and so on deadly little boy yeah so it's gonna be great like my dexterity skills are like a plus 10 now so that's gonna be fun yeah um, <laughs> Uh, and then, <laughs> Poor Kyle. hey, y'all are, yeah. y'all are like level eight characters, so yeah. you know we're getting there. And then also, I got a new cantrip and a new spell, but we'll keep those secret secret. Uh, I am getting rid of my cantrip, uh, True Strike, and I'm gonna replace it with something else. But again, we'll let that happen later. Okay. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll figure out our health and stuff too here in a moment. Yes, we will. Razzle. Yep. So I added just two points to charisma, so I'm in an 18 now because. The both of you told me that you had an 18, so I didn't feel bad. Or this, yeah, this is like, yeah. why should you feel bad? Yeah. Well, they know. come in 18s. Yeah. I'm getting one. I'm getting one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I was trying to maybe make Razzle more balanced because my decks and intelligence suck. I mean, but no, yeah, fine. I was like, whatever. I'll just lean into charisma. Yeah, welcome to the club. Yeah, We're right. happy to Thank have you, you. here. Yes. Here's your jacket. You mm-hmm. know. And your head. <laughs> it's yeah. so good. Ow, Randy. Uh, okay. And yeah, I did the same thing. Got a new cantrip. Got a new second level spell, I think. So. Uh, yeah, that's it. Sweet. I think. Well, then, are you going to take the average of your health die roll, or are you going to roll it? I'm going to roll it. I'm not going to roll it. I will. Take yeah. that sweet average, which is what, five plus one? Well, well five, five plus, plus your con mods. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. So that for you would yeah, be five, five plus one. Yeah. So mine is a seven plus two. Okay. Nice. And mine's a six plus one. Okay. Uh, 
Well, you get six points I, of health. I get six. Total. Let's see. If I did roll, it would have been a three. So, whew. I'm up to 65. I'm up to 63. And a whopping 81 for Yashi. Jeez. Cool, cool. Well, if that wraps up all the leveling stuff, let's get back into uh, y'all dreaming and playing your songs. <laughs> you're, you, you're playing this song, and it's going really well. But then towards the end of it, you begin to hear the blaring sound of horns and trumpets and different instruments begin to just kind of become this cacophony. And you're risen from your slumber. You come to and you just hear these blaring horns coming from outside of your room. Daybreak is filtering through the curtains that you've drawn as you went to sleep last night. And you wake up to hear the sounds of the city alive, bustling with laughter, cheering, the sounds of barkers calling people forward to different events. And uh, you realize it's a little bit later than maybe you intended to sleep. You realize you didn't put in for a wake-up call for the next morning, so... Well, I think I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm a, we're here for a few days. We're fine. Yeah, yeah we're fine. Got time. Not like we slept <laughs> sure. through the entire thing unless... Oh, no. Oh, no it's the last One day. week later. <sighs> But yeah, you check outside the window and you can see that the entire city is just writhing with people moving Ugh. in and out, filtering around. And from this vantage point, it's it's a sight to behold for sure. You right. you know, not normally going to the capital and the capital not being always in this kind of a festive state. This is probably the most people you've seen in one area ever. Even with me and my... Even and, with and, you and oh, being, you no. know, having been at royal events and everything. Oh, dang. Okay. Well, well, wow. Shall we join the fray? Uh, sure. Are we all good? We need to, like, brush our teeth, get all ready, or... Are we going to eat soon, or are we eating here, or are we eating there? I, well, I guess maybe food on the street? There's probably continental breakfast at a place like Chris Carlton. Yeah, oh. it's probably a true. A buffet downstairs, maybe? Yeah, hopefully mm-hmm. it didn't close at, what, 10, 10, 30? <laughs> One of those things closed. Well, we can go and find we out. We can go see. Do we still have our nice clothes? I guess... We were talking after last episode, like, we've never really figured out how long our spell songs last. And this is kind of the first true test of that. I mean, your clothes look like they're uh, maybe starting to lose a little bit of the magical edge, but they still look a little on point. Pretty good. But, like, you said last time we don't have anything underneath. So, like, if we don't put on regular clothes, are our fancy clothes going to disappear in the middle of the day and then we have nothing? (laughs) Well, they would just revert back to the clothes you were wearing. Okay. Uh, Okay. Bloody and torn. We're not going to get kicked out of the city for streaking. (laughs) Cool. Unless. Wait. Wait. Anyways. Okay, cool. Well, I put on my little frock. And say, okay, yes. waddle out. Let's go. Push you out the door. Yeah, Can you fit roll through? You. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Do I fit through? Do I need to roll for it? No, yeah, you got to get somebody to push you through. I got a 16 on my getting through the door check. Okay, so, yeah, you're yeah. you're able to force your way through. It takes you a couple of tries, but <laughs> yeah. eventually like, like, <laughs> squeezing through with a nice pop sound. That was task number one. Done. Let's go. Find some food. Downstairs. Okay, you're able to make your way downstairs. And of course, yeah, there's a very nice uh, breakfast buffet set up. Looks like they're starting to put things away, but there are still some things out. Hey, wait. I'll help you clean up. Give me a second. (laughs) Okay, uh, they look at you and they say, "Uh, it's not necessary. Guests of the hotel don't need to help clean. That is the staff's job. But uh, are you looking to get some of the food before we put it away? Yes. Here. And the, the person kind of looks around a little bit shiftily, and they're like, just, just grab a plate real quick. Sweet. 
they dump out the rest of this pan onto your plate. And it's a mixture of like a sausage egg hash. Ooh. Very nice. Razzle's good with cereal and coffee. Uh, maybe, Is there ma- cereal and coffee? <laughs> there might be some kibble for you. Oh, kibble? Oh. But that's from the one shot. Oh, no. It's a different oh. universe, Kyle. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, there's some coffee left over. Good. And uh, what else were you looking for? Cereal. Oh, yeah, no, they don't do that. Either. Yeah, I figured. I'll maybe sneak some of Yashi's sausage hash. Please. Yeah, I, I actually brought like four plates over. Two for me, two for you oh. guys. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dig in, guys. And they continue cleaning up as you eat down on this delicious uh, egg sausage hash breakfast. Cool. And, you know, munch down. They finish cleaning up. You're fed. Onwards. Oh, I feel like I gained a level or something. Oh, I feel so good. So strong. As the, oh, the person's cleaning up, they come over and they grab your place and they say, so um, what what do you plan on doing at the Bicentennial? Are you going to be sticking around? You know, there's a lot to see at the Capitol. I don't know if y'all have ever frequented. Uh, yeah, we were just going to wander around, I think. What did you guys think? I don't know. Oh. Do you have any recommendations? Yes. Oh, well, uh, it all depends on what you're looking into. If you want, like, a little bit more of a nice, quiet, kind of serene, sort of a walk-through-the-park experience, there's Low Green you can go down to. That's the first tier. That's pretty much just the city park. They've made the entire bottom tier of the city a kind of like a natural area to help, mm. you know, know, keep that going. Razzle um, go make some new friends or something. <laughs> what, with the trees? Yeah, <laughs> you know. yeah. Okay. yeah if, if you're looking for awesome trees, see Low Green. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. Uh, otherwise, right. uh, <laughs> if right. you're looking for something a little bit more mischievous or not quite the what you would find around fourth tier, mm-hmm. uh, there's the second tier, which of course we call the throat. Oh. So, and that's because uh, depending on your proclivities, you can be swallowed up by the environment and all it has to offer for those with a little bit more of a risque approach to life. Good lord! Oh my! Okay. So, and of uh, course, uh, three is uh, midton. So if you wanted to go there, that's where most of your, you know, common level shops and a lot of the population live there and uh, make their home in Midton. So what about the fourth tier? That's where we are right now. That's called the Flair. Uh. This is where a lot of, you know, we have Old Royal Lane, which, uh, as you may know, of course, this is the, the bicentennial of the bureaucracy and all the old royals from before the bureaucracy live on this lane and all of their ancestors gave up what they thought was their, you know, royal right uh. over their different lands and helped bring all of the lands together. Even the dwarves up north in Mount Tain, even though they still, you know, revere their king, he has definitely set aside his crown for the bureaucracy overall, but still remains king of the dwarves. Wait, sure. is he here? Uh, potentially. Actually, he, he might be Gulp. making an appearance. <laughs> uh, so that's, uh, that's a possibility as well, although... Good luck gaining an audience. Most of the royals don't don't attend to the normal rabble of people. Yeah. Hey, if you were gonna find him, where would he maybe be? Uh, potentially. Um, Probably on the fourth or third tier, right? Something. I mean, more than likely the fourth tier. He'd be staying somewhere, perhaps with some uh, well-known royals in the area that his family have. Uh, been associated with over time, so cool. you probably you... have to do some snooping around and asking other people. Cool. What have you heard about old Dazzle? Probably mostly good things, right? I think you mean King 
Dazzle? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah you seem very familiar to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, King Dazzle. Sorry, I just am waking up. Coffee's finally kicking in a little. My bad. Yeah. Yes, well, um, I hear he's a benevolent king and uh, treats his people well. As far as I have heard, it would cool. not have been a terrible thing if he had maintained his monarchy over his area. But, of course, being a wise leader, one can recognize that uh, the greater good is more important. Okay. There is a fifth tier, right? Uh, yes, that's called the Bell's Rim. And... Citizens aren't necessarily allowed in there unless they're accredited by the headquarters of the individual bureaus. It's where all of the bureaucratic headquarters reside, is on the fifth tier, along with the meeting area for the high bureaucratic council as well. What about, like, VIP guests? Uh, you'd have to be a very VIP guest and not mm. just a VIP at the Crits Carlton. People have reasons for going to the fifth tier. Right. Well, um, okay. okay. And <laughs> as far as I'm aware... No events have been slated for being done in the fifth tier simply because it is a place of order and, uh, you know, red tape. So they don't want to wind up flustering that area. Yeah, it sounds super right. boring. Okay, mm, cool. Yeah. Maybe well, we won't. Uh, thank you. What was your name? I don't know. Oh, Gregory. Oh, cool. Oh. Well, thanks, Gregory. Uh, we're going to head out, I think. Sure. Yeah, I think right. we're ready. Okay. Sounds good. I don't know where we're going, but outside of the hotel for a start. Well, hope y'all enjoy the bicentennial, uh, and maybe I'll see you at breakfast tomorrow or dinner tonight. Uh, I work here, so... Okay, cool. See you later, Greg. Bye. 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 Okay, we're going out. Where are we going? Hey, also, I know that my outfit is maybe a little audacious, but keep it on the DL that I'm a prince and stuff like that. Maybe. I constantly forget about that anyway. Good. <laughs> well, fantastic. Right. Okay. Hey, remember, you can hide under this if you need to. I'm doing this for you. It's looking a little afraid. It's not looking well, so Well, you're uh, not looking so hot yourself. I didn't champ. say I was, but uh, I'm not claiming fair. my suit's going to hide you. So. Okay. Well, just maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh, onto the third tier, maybe? It seemed like there could be some cool shops, shops and maybe more food. And yes. And also, stuff and more food. well, you know, we're here and nobody knows us. So if you guys want to try out a new personality, maybe that could be cool and funny. Okay. I was maybe going to try. <laughs> yes. Uh, the names. I'll think of a name later. But, you know, doing something like that might be goofy. Oh, all right. Fit in with the upper crust. Well, should we stay in the fourth tier then if we're going to do that? Maybe. Because if we're going to go to the third tier, we might get, you know, beat if we uh, start acting all <laughs> crusty. Because, like, you know, uh, they don't want to associate with us crusty the, folks. The crust. Oh. It's the crust. Yeah, it's oh, the crust. Okay. They, they want to knock the crust, crust off. Yeah. Sure. Just keep a lookout for Dazzle. Oh, I trust me. I'm keeping an eye on <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Uh, Are there any like special physical things I should watch out for? Like, does he have like a sweet mustache? Or and Razzle thinks to himself about what Dazzle looks like. Kyle, dude, it's your dad. (laughs) (laughs) You're the one that knows. Uh, He looks like a dwarf with a big beard. He looks very important. He has a certain air about him when he enters a room, and you can tell immediately that he's a king and he's powerful. And does he have a crown? Well, yes, probably. I don't All know right. if he's wearing it here. Maybe. Yes, I want to say. Look, see, I'm already getting kind of nervous just talking about this, so let's just, uh, if you see a dwarf that looks important, we're going to go the other way. Uh, well, we'll see. Randy oh. walks away from Randy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so fourth tier. Th- what are you rolling? Uh, let's say 16 plus 3 for perception for any dwarves that are around. 
Uh, you see one. All right, that's a start. <laughs> yeah, I'll roll more later. And he's so beautiful. That's right. Okay, he's not wearing a crown though. Uh, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Anyways, so third or fourth tier, where are we going? I'm it fine with that. It doesn't sound like there's much going on up here in the fourth tier, right? Because like it's just rich people. What do our bardic eyes see, Kyle? From You're still we're in the hotel. Oh, okay. I we, go... we walked out. Yeah, I think we walked out. Doesn't matter. What is it? What do we see outside? You walk out. Uh, you walk out, and you notice that uh, most of the highfalutin folks that are around here uh, seem to be engaging in looking at different wares but it's obvious that they're not very interested they're just it's filling time for them um you also notice that uh a lot of people seem to be making their way towards uh a little bit further east in the city and you can see that just over the top of some of the townhouses that are nearby you can see the top spire of this large building and it says the sicaro bank and it looks like a lot of people are headed in that direction. You hear some people talking like, I heard they're doing an announcement at the bank. What do you think it could be? I don't know. We need to get over there and see what's happening. So uh, that's probably the thing that's catching your attention the most. However, you can see as you're walking around, you can see over the edge of the tier that you're on down into the third tier. And you notice it looks like they're starting to set up for a parade. And the amount of merchants that are set up down there, the amount on the fourth tier pale in comparison to what's available on the third tier but obviously there's a ton more people on the third tier than there is the fourth tier i was gonna say if there's a parade the fourth tier might be the best place to view said parade it's true okay check it out look around so Uh here's a fun thing that i used to do back in my days as a princely dwarf right sure is messing with the upper crust is super fun just you know acting all like snobbish and stuff and then i don't know doing something funny and then running away or something or (laughs) okay it's right up your alley that's true randy uh i don't know i haven't done in a while haven't been home for a bit might make me uh feel you know like like the old days kind of okay maybe go to this bank see i don't know if you guys heard that they're talking about some announcement at the bank which only these folks that get excited about an announcement at a bank. You know, I saying? could stand to get some more cash. So okay, we're not going to rob the bank. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna go. He's dressed for it. Though. Yeah, that's true. I'm a little low on money, so I'd be happy to head to a bank if we want. So. Okay. You know, I it's kind of fun playing rich and stuff up here, but I'm not the most comfortable around these people. I think I'm gonna head down to the third tier. Okay. I just really want to see what's up and check yeah, out yeah. some places. And I mean, you guys have fun like messing with rich people. That sounds great. But <laughs> I might just head down there and check it out and like call you on the hourglass if I okay. see anything real cool. I don't know. Okay, cool. Well, I guess if we don't see or hear from you, meet back here at sundown. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and I give Yashi like five gold pieces. Oh, okay, thanks, here buddy. you go. <laughs> now, uh, Thank you, sir. Oh, so, just so generous. See, isn't oh. it fun? No, I'm not being the rich person here, you jerk. Oh, okay. <laughs> so y'all are splitting off. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with uh, Randy and Razzle on this one. Are y'all headed towards the bank? I think so. Yes. Okay. And along the way, I say to Randy, Oh, what could they be talking about at the bank? Yes, uh, I've heard many stories. This one will probably top them all. And... Yes. Old <laughs> sport. Let's find out together, shall we? Yes. Okay. So you're making your way to the bank, acting all like you're acting, <laughs> yeah. and uh, you you hear some people say, "Oh, yeah, so cool." Uh, yes. I join in. Oh, yes. Oh. 
Oh. And uh, somebody. Do you need to go to the bathroom? <laughs> As you're doing this, you see this uh, very Mr. Moneybags looking kind of person saying, well, you're real chaps, do you think you can actually pull it off? I, I, I doubt it. I heard tale that this could be announced, but I was surprised to hear it's actually happening. Do you is think he, he could do it? Is he talking to us? Yes. Oh. Uh, it, it's quite hard to say. It's much like a horse in the race. You never know till it's actually done, right? What? <laughs> spot on, spot on. Yes, yeah. quite. What do you yeah. What do you think, my old? Only everyone could see the face you make when yeah. you make that sound. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yes. Well, I don't know. I've heard a lot about this Vandersneak fool, so perhaps he'd actually be able to make his way into the bank and uh, do what he said. Vandersneak, Vandersneak. That's who Yashi likes, right? Okay, I say, uh, quite, I, I'm not sure, but we'll find out. Uh, excuse me, I think my uh, compatriot needs to uh, attend the facilities. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> come here. Uh, Dear God, keep it to yourself. Come along, come, 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 come along. And so we go over and... Uh, uh, I say, dude, that Vandersink is like, Yashi's got a poster of him. And him. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, hey, okay. so let's call Yashi. Yashi, Yashi, get my hourglass. Yashi, Yashi. Hello? Dude, you like that Vandersneak person, right? James or something? What? I can't hear. It's very loud down here. You, you hear the background sound of what sounds like woodworking and people talking and trying to sell. Uh-oh. So, um. James Vandersneak. Yeah, yell it in. Yeah, I know. He's great, right? He's the coolest. He's at the bank. The bay? I didn't know there was a bay. The but bank. I can't hear you at all. I will call you when I'm out of this mess. Oh, no. Okay, we'll switch over to Yashi. <laughs> Yashi, you headed down into the third tier, and you're just mingling through the marketplace. And you stumble upon a large group of people that are carving down wood into different furniture. And they have different setups. Some people are selling them, while others are creating them in this moment. Okay. And uh, you're looking around at everything. And you can see that one person specifically has their booth set up like beginner woodworking. If you want to buy a pack and get like a starter's pamphlet and everything, they've got it. Yeah, I'm very interested in that. Ever since building that um, thing during the ooze, mm-hmm. like the, oh, the out great. of the desk, yeah, yeah and all that, I've yeah. been like really wanting to get a set of carpentry tools. I just haven't had the opportunity, so I will head it right over there. Okay, you head over, and uh, there's a, a human man standing behind the booth. He's got like dusty blonde hair and you know, kind of bright brown eyes. They're not really dark or chestnutty or anything like that. It's more like a nice maple. He kind of looks up. He's going through his things, he looks up and he says, Oh, hey, how can I help you today? My name is Woodrow. Oh, that's fun. Uh, so like, <laughs> you work with this wood, like, oh, you yes. know how to do stuff with it? Oh, yes. No, I am a journeyman carpenter, been practicing this trade like my father before me and then his father before him and uh, his grandmother before him. Wow. It's a long line. Um, so are you selling tools? I really, I have a little experience, but I really want to get into it a little more and learn maybe some tips to make my wood better? Absolutely. Oh, oh, you want to make wood better. You're having a problem with everything aligning properly, right? That and, yeah, just like knowing how to use all my tools in general. Ah, well, what you're going to need is you're going to need a planer. That's going to help, you know, shave off some of the uh, imperfections that might be in the cut from the lumber. I tell you what, yeah, let's let's get you set up with a nice beginner's kit. It's not going to cost you too much, and, you know, you'll be fine. Maybe you can, if you want to, you could work off a few things, and I can show you some things on the way. So my friend gave me five gold. I'm willing to just part with that immediately. <laughs> oh, uh, 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 and he starts looking around. He says, "Well, uh, that's 
very appreciated. Uh, however, I mean, technically, it's usually eight gold for a full kit, but I am running a bicentennial special right now, so I'm dividing it by two, which cool. makes it four gold. Oh, okay. So, well, I'll give you four gold and then maybe one extra gold to like teach me some stuff real quick. I think that's a fair trade. I think I could manage that. And he winds up and says, uh, Woodrow the Fourth, uh, will you come tend the booth? I'm going to be taking care of a guest. And this kid that walks up looks just like him. Steps up on a, a very well-made soapbox behind the booth and starts like slapping paper on the booth and saying, "I hey, come on, get your woodworking tools over here. Take maybe a, a small lesson if you got the coin for it. And Woodrow the Third, did I say fourth earlier? Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So Woodrow the Fourth. Third. Third. Woodrow the third you can do it. <laughs> steps over with you and starts showing you how like what the different tools use and explaining them to you. Yeah. And you spend a little while going over this and he says, But don't don't worry, you know, a lot of this information is written down in this handy beginner's pamphlet that I've included with your kit. So if you need to reference anything and I'm not around, then you have that readily available. And of course, carpenters are wide are spread wide across the land. Everyone needs a carpenter. It's so true. much as they do, you know, a masonry person. So if this music thing doesn't pan out for you, you know. Who are you? Uh, yeah, where'd you come from? <laughs> I'm your inner um, monologue. Oh. <laughs> but he's going over the tools and explaining the different types of wood and, you know, what they're primarily used for, which I'm not going to get into because I haven't done my research yet. But it's around about like 30, 35 minutes of getting into this that you get the call from Razzle and Randy about James Vandersneak being at the bank. Ah, yes. Well, um, I told you guys I would call you back, so I'll finish up my lesson real quick. Okay. And then once I'm done, head to like a quiet alleyway or something. Yeah, you're, you managed to find like a quiet section of the third tier and you give them a call back. So I go, Razzle? And are we like back in the crowd? Yeah, I mean, you're. Okay, we're like back. Okay, so I pick up my phone and I say, oh, yes, go for Russell. Uh, is this? Wait. Yeah, is it? Yeah, is this the right? It's is me. This yeah, a, oh. Yes, yes. We're, I thought we're, you were some fancy Razzle. No, I mean, you're fancy all the time, but you know what uh, I mean. Uh, yeah. So oh, okay. We're playing our game, though. Oh, yes. Oh, right, how, right, how, can, how can I help you, ma'am? So, oh, I'm done with my thing. I'm out of the area. Where Should I come? What, what's going on? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, this James Vandersneak fellow is right. apparently appearing at the bank today. Oh! Uh, yes, we're all very excited. Oh, gosh, why didn't you say that? I'm on my way. <laughs> and Randy's constipated. Yes, please hurry. Well, that doesn't seem like anything new, but all right. Wait, okay. It's where? that rock he's been trying to pass for 30 years now. <laughs> uh, I, I'll head right up. What are you near? We're at Something. the bank. Oh, you're at the bank. Yeah. All yep. right. Right? Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm coming <laughs> up. Thank you. So you get off the phone, you you begin to make your way to the Sicaro Bank? Yeah, well, I don't want to be late, so I'm going to rage so I can dash. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you can realize you can only do that for one turn unless you, like, damage yourself or hurt somebody else, right? So I'll just keep punching my face while I run. Go to hurry, go to Really? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, so you you take off sprinting at hearing about James Vandersneak, and you just hear Woodrow say, take care, Yash, come back and But yeah, you, you're making your way up and towards the fourth tier again. You get up there, and you can see yeah, the spire where it says Sicaro Bank, and you know you need to head in that direction. 
And, uh, you know, takes you a few minutes and a little bit of weaving through crowds, especially if you're running and punching yourself in the say face. pushing people down through crowds? Is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah. She's probably <laughs> dealing damage, right? A lot of you're small just... people around here yeah. could stomp on. Wait, so no, I'm legit, not... are you raging? No, I, okay. uh, well, <laughs> we need to maybe know once to ex- I see the bank, I calm down okay. and, like, realize I have a bruised up face now. Well, it's not going to look good in any of the pictures. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. But you not. did rage. <laughs> A little bit. Okay. <laughs> Rage out of excitement, not anger. You know, an excitement yeah. rage. So, yeah. what benefits come with that? Uh, Being able to dash all the time without hurting yeah. yourself. You're right? able to move really quickly cool. because you're excited. Without punching. And face. you move so quickly and so excitedly that you are power walking pretty much right by Randy and Razzle, and you don't even notice them. I might even knock them over on my way, like, go, my way, guys! <laughs> oh, yeah. You're telling everyone to just move out of the way, and some are moving, some aren't, and you wind up, yeah, just bumping right into Randy. I always say sorry. Sorry, guys, get out! Sorry, move it! Wait, and, uh, get out of here! Randy, Bye. you get bumped by a very familiar-looking uh, half-orc, just, like, powering right through the group to try to get to the front, where there's a, a large podium set up, and there's uh, a couple of Ira glasses that are set up on the podium on their own little stands and everything. Aww. And it's at this moment that you hear a voice begin to amplify throughout the area. It says, Hello, citizens and visitors of Sundance. Many of you may have heard of me, but for those that haven't, I am James Vandersneak. It's at this moment that a tall debonair James Vandersneak appears out of a burst of fog from behind the podium. Standing there now, he continues and says, The Sicaro Bank has claimed that they have the best system for protecting your valuables. And as the most renowned thief in the land, it falls on me to put their system to the test. Nestled deep inside is the priceless Conjurous Diamond, entrusted to the bank by the Bureaucratic Council. Well, I plan on finding the flaws in their security and stealing this diamond. So, on top of that, I will also welcome those who think they can catch me to speak with the head of Sukaro Bank, Mr. Doran. Speak with him, and he'll permit you inside the bank, and if you can catch me, good for you. Maybe there'll be a prize for you. But I doubt anyone will, so if you do, I'll have to think of it on the spot, but... Razzle's elbowing Randy the whole time. (laughs) Randy's just drooling. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Doran, uh, this guy in a very nice kind of like plaid stitch suit and everything steps up says uh, yeah, yes if uh, anybody's interested in seeing if they can actually stop Mr. Vandersneak from stealing the uh, Conjurist Diamond you're more than welcome just come see me after his presentation I mean you're you're going to be giving the diamond back right <laughs> and uh, Vandersneak <laughs> says of course Mr. Dorn you will be receiving it back at the end of the bicentennial and along with a list of all of the faults in your security, and we'll work out a deal to get those all fixed. But for now, the clock is ticking, and a burst of mist erupts again, and Vandersneak is gone. Oh, Oh, wonderful. What a beautiful creature. Indeed. (laughs) (laughs) It's at this point that Mr. Doran's just kind of standing there, and he looks very nervous, very kind of fidgety, uh, you know, pulls out a handkerchief and wipes sweat off of his brow, and (laughs) He says, uh, well, yeah, um, I, uh, if anybody wants to come see me, uh, I've got some things to take care of. Just uh, come see me in the Sicaro Bank. And uh, people start murmuring and chattering about 
the possibility of like you know being like oh well you know of course being in the flare the fourth tier of right. the city a lot of people are like well I keep my goods there <laughs> hopefully they are as secure as Sicaro claims uh, so. yes I have much gold in that mm. bank <laughs> oh you have gold in there too how much gold do you have good sir like uh, you know yeah how you're... much uh. oh. <laughs> are you okay Randy <laughs> uh, uh, well piles and mounds of gold in the bank and the vaults, all of the valuable things. Oh, good. You measure but, it in piles and mounds, too. I yes. was afraid you might have been <laughs> some lower level. No, of course not. It's piles and mounds as far as your eye can see in my vault. It's yes, fantastic. Yes, yes, the, the proper measurement. Good company, good company. As, as people start, like, nodding, it's like, oh, yes. She's oh, lots of people are looking at me now. Yeah, well, you're sitting there talking about how you have piles and mounds of gold. But they need to, whatever. Okay. Uh, yes, well, I am very very excited to see if he gets in. Uh, is anyone going to find out? And I'm looking around mostly at Randy, but also around and then at Randy again. <laughs> Excuse uh, me, sirs. Can I escort you over here where nobody is? Over uh, here? Yes. So uh, just, just move away, everyone. Uh, <laughs> Important people coming through. Yeah, yes, yes, ma'am. People uh. start dispersing and you're able to find a, a little secluded area to awesome. chat. <laughs> okay. All right, guys, now that we're kind of alone, yes, like, what, thank do you, you. what do you think about this? I mean, I'm not normally into this, and honestly, not very sneaky myself, but yeah, same. if it was a chance to meet James Vandersneak, that would be so cool. Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> so, uh, well, I'd be happy to do it. That would be delightful. Maybe we talk to this banking fellow really quickly and yeah, yeah. figure out what's go- what's uh, going on. Yeah, because I don't think Yashi and I are going to be too good at this. And frankly, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, that's fair. Okay, okay. Yes. If he steals the money, that's cool. If he doesn't, that's cool too. Uh, and this is, Kyle, this is just to like see if one of us can catch him in the act, pretty much, of breaking in. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, yeah, I mean, if he does it, that's cool. He's good at it, but um, I kind of want to... be stay. so nice to stop him. I'd be so satisfying. Well, oh and God. maybe there's, like, a sweet after party that... Uh, Ooh, yeah. If you're Ooh. successful, maybe we meet him anyway. That would... Okay. Yeah. Let's let's uh, yeah. aim for that. Maybe so. they need a band to play at the after oh. party. Oh, I like my. that brain yeah. ears over there. All right. Okay. okay. All right, so we're going to go head over to... To the feller. Yeah. Okay. Mr. Doran is kind of standing there, and it looks like he's... He's going through uh, a ledger that he's got, and he sees you approaching, and he tucks it away and wipes his brow. He's still kind of sweating, looks very nervous, and he looks up at the three of you, and he says, uh, yeah, so, hi. Hello, hello, my good man. So, our friend here would actually love to come and try to stop James Vandersneak. It's all very exciting, too exciting for my blood, actually. So, uh, but yes, this champion of thieves, wait, uh, of stopping thieves is what I meant to say, is ready to lay it all on the line for you, good sir. Yeah, tell him, Randy. I push him up to the yes. front. Here you go. My good sweaty fellow, which you go by uh, uh, Mr. Doran. And if you want to, you can call me Van. Ah, well. <laughs> well. Yes. Mr. Doran. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, I'd love to catch that sneaky boy. Uh, so you got any details for yeah. me on that? He, he said he should be, I think he said he was going to be tackling it tonight. So probably in the next, 
you know, 12 to 24 hours, he'll be making the hit, so... Cover of Darkness, okay, good. Yeah. So we could go do our own thing if we wanted to for a while, and then uh, just sometime this evening would be uh, good? Yeah, sometime this evening, uh, come back into the bank, and uh, I'll be there ready to permit anybody inside. Of course, we'll take some information. If anything goes missing, other than what is supposed to be stolen, uh, the people who are all inside to try to stop Mr. Vandersneak will be frisked. If uh, anything else goes missing. Very okay. good. It'd good. be a shame if somebody had sticky fingers, wouldn't <laughs> it, my old man? Yes. Very, very good indeed to make sure that nobody steals anything while they're in there. Yes. You've they've... got quite a hype man here. You know, <laughs> he gets, yeah, he gets paid well for his endearing comments. So, uh, yeah. All right. Well, wonderful. Thank you, Mr. Dorian. And we shall see That's you. That's Doran. Oh. He well. likes to read. You play trombone. <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, well, yes, but anyways, thank you. Uh, I'll see you after nightfall then. Uh, sounds and, like uh, a plan. What, yeah. excuse, what happens if he wins? Like, if Randy yeah, takes Yeah, if the he's cake, foiled, like, uh, is there a... Uh, uh, well, uh, as Mr. Vandersneak said, he doesn't really anticipate being caught, so uh, he hasn't really planned for what... What will happen if it does? Oh. Um, yeah, he might want to work on that, but that's it's fine. So, <laughs> wonderful. The confidence yeah, is oozing. <laughs> yeah, very, 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 very cocky. Confident is what we say, but <laughs> yes, uh, quite. So, uh, we will see you, Van Doran. Yes, Mr. Yes. Doran, and uh, see you at sundown. Yeah, 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 great, great. And he wipes off his brow again <laughs> and kind of like shuffles off towards the entrance of the bank. And you hear him just muttering, like, I really hope he doesn't actually get to steal that thing. I just, uh, I can't look, doesn't look good. PR doesn't look good. <laughs> um, so, yeah. All right. Uh, I think we're going to end the episode there. Listeners, see y'all next time. 